All right, back in it with our panel, Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, and Dave Sparrow. You know, last segment we were talking about who is in the right to make the call, whether it's the government, the administration at colleges or universities, when it comes to who gets to speak, what type of speech, and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm kind of concerned about uh, there are those who believe that the government doesn't have the right to make certain decisions in case, uh, or case in point, you've got this... uh, Situation in the court today, the Superior Court, where the City of Toronto and the Toronto District School Board, amongst others, took the province to court over Bill 5, where the province has decided to cut back on the number of wards in the City of Toronto and uh, the councillors for the upcoming October 22nd election. And so, uh, Sherry, let me start with you, because, I mean, uh, isn't this something that belongs? You were there in the legislature as the NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. I mean, this is the supreme body when it comes to these kinds of decisions. I mean, we all know City of Toronto Act, that was uh, done by dint of the legislature. Does this even belong in a court to be adjudicated? Well, I, it, you know, absolutely the legislature has, uh, you know, has uh, passed the City of Toronto Act and it's their right to do so, but it is the court's right to interpret that act. I mean, this is true of all laws. You know, the legislature passes laws, the courts interpret those laws. So that's what's happening here. Now, having said that, I hope councillors are out walking, talking, and knocking, um, as if there may be 25 seats and not 47, because, uh, you know, just again, on first blush, it, you know, it looks pretty carved in stone. Uh, but again, um, this judge could decide. I think the, the the bigger case truly are on individuals. Those individuals that have come have lost money, they're out money, um, they're out time. And I think that's probably where the legal rubber will hit the road in terms of effectiveness here to challenge this ruling. Well, they can still run, can't they? They can, but they've already put a lot of money into 47 wards and not 25. And it's halfway, th- you know, it's into the election season. This is this well, is all right. this is unfair. I mean, it, it's on you know kind of you know unfair on its face. But um, again, legally, we'll see. All right, and David Sparrow, you ran municipally, so one of the arguments is from the province. It's too late to reverse what they've already put in legislation, Bill Five. Now, if you're going to go and reverse this, it's going to go back to 47 wards. I mean, everybody sort of hunkered down and sort of planted their heads around 25 to go the other way. I mean, we're going to get dizzy. Our heads are going to spin. Uh, I don't disagree. And at the same time, I think we can say that it was too late for Doug Ford to come in and make this change in July uh, with the election uh, looming so so close. You know, I think of uh, actually, uh, John, our own uh, ward that we live in there, Mr. Burnside and the uh, uh, race that he's going to have. And now he's going to be running an award that's double the size. And Jay Robinson is unknown down in Ward 26 and John Burnside is unknown up there. It's frankly not fair to the voters in each of those wards that they're now going to have to make a decision based on very little information and a very small time frame. And the other thing I just wanted to say is that although the government may have followed process in this and and the rules, this uh, legal challenge is part of the process. A decision gets made, then you go to the courts and you challenge that decision and you see what the courts uh, tell us. And if they say that the process was flawed, then that may drive us back. If they say that, no, every, everything's exactly the way it should be, then uh, the city will just have to eat this and move on. Well, uh, will they eat it? I mean, there's even some intimation they might try to take it to the Supreme Court. By the time they get around to that, this election will be done and yeah. people will be sitting in office <laughs> right. for two or three years, so that's <laughs> right. okay. <laughs> right, but well, you know, uh, don't stifle them when they're standing on principle. John Capobianco, uh, do you think that this is something that's so patently uh 
the purview of the legislature and Doug Ford, it doesn't belong in a court? Well, it really does. Uh, it is it isn't actually in Doug's purview, for sure it is. City of Toronto Act is, is a provincial jurisdiction, and they've, uh, they've enacted something that they believe, uh, quite rightly, that they have the power to do. And I think it's democracy, Dave. At the end of the day, you know, seeing two existing councillors running against each other, I think, is democracy at its finest. You know, because a lot of these councillors have been there for 20-plus years, and they've run, and they continue to run as incumbents, and they've had challengers, but in municipal politics, as you know, because of low turnout, incumbents have huge handouts. So the fact that you've got two incumbents running against each other is actually good for the city of Toronto and it's going to be the fact that you know whoever the citizens and, and voters feel that is the best of the two is going to work out but I do believe that because this year the uh, the official election started later in May as opposed to in January when it's usually been done I think allows Doug to be able to do this the fact that it was in July uh, and people were a month into it there was a lot of candidates and a lot of people who weren't even didn't even register by that point because they still had a lot of time to register in, in the meantime so all in all I think uh, outside of Toronto people are supporting this they believe and those of us who've actually worked in the city of Toronto or at least have done work in the city of Toronto and seen council at its worst knows that going to 25 is actually probably going to be a better thing for democracy and for the city of Toronto as a whole. I think, um, so I hear you on this, I think that when you start to talk about incumbents running against one another, then what we're virtually guaranteeing is that the next 25 will be people who have already served. There'll be there'll be no new blood on that council right, because people are going to respond to those names. Now, I know that historically that right. that has happened. Certainly there's name recognition plays a huge role. But when I, when I ran, I started my campaign, if you will, although not officially until the legal date that you're allowed to do that, but about a year and a half ahead of time, going sure. to all the events and, and really learning about my constituency and knocking on doors, not as a candidate, um, but uh, asking people uh, all right, then where you know they what stood. you do, Dave? You've got to have term limits to churn mm-hmm. and get some of the uh, driftwood out of there, and or number two, open it up to 68 counselors so you get some new blood in there. Otherwise, and, and, there's and no term limits. This. might and, be and a great idea. It's, it's unfair to, to Toronto in the sense that, you know, why just Toronto? Why not Ottawa? Why not Kingston? Why not Maybe Hamilton? that's another shoe to drop. Well, why, but do you he, think no, that Doug he, is uh, holding some kind of a grudge here? Uh, oh, yes. Um, I mean, he's, being, he's being de facto Toronto mayor because he couldn't be in reality Toronto mayor. Um, but he's doing it from Queen's Park. But I mean, he's also promised at the AMO conference that he wasn't going to do it for the other municipalities. He said, no, I'm not, I'm not moving ahead for you. So again, you know, if, if you look at the number of people served by the number of councillors, it's clearly unfair in relation to other municipalities. All right, we'll come back in a moment. There's another court case. I find this one interesting as well. The public's need to know is that supreme in this case we'll put it to our panel next here on the oakley show global news radio 640 toronto